you know, I, I love Jesus for 10,000 reasons. And, and one of the reasons I love Jesus is that it's only Jesus can do so many different things at the same time in the same room. Like he can bring joy and fix a broken heart at the same time. Only Jesus can do that. And as we were worshipping before, I knew I had to take my shoes off. I just knew I had to take my shoes off. And I'm like, I don't know why, but I just had to. And I think it's for two reasons. Partly because it's a sense of like we're on sacred ground as we worship Jesus. But also, as some things I'm just about to say, I think I have to tread lightly. Because this is painful for some. As this song has been declaring over us about the perfect love of the perfect Father, for some of us, that's not been our story. And the, our picture of Father has been a million miles from perfect. And so today has kind of been that, it's like nearly been a, like the clash of tides in our hearts where we're, we're wanting to take hold and we're wanting to believe that there is a good, good God who is for us and His perfect love is for us. But like all this stuff is like this other tide pushing against that and pushing that away. And instead of having peace, it feels like we're in turmoil right now. But I want to declare over this room right now, over this city, that there is a good, good God who is for, for us. And his love is perfect. His love is perfect. I'll say it again. I declare, I'm putting my life in the truth of God's word. I declare that God is perfect. There's no love like the Father's love. There's no love like the Father's love. And some of us in this room, it feels like daggers are in our hearts now because we're talking about a perfect love of a Father. And yet our hearts are breaking because we don't know that story. When I said earlier about people being on the chairs with your name, I believe that a good, good Father has been and put your name on this chair to let you to know today that he is for you. He is for, for you. I had planned to talk today about remembering and forgetting. If you've been with us for a couple of seasons, you know, you're like, Andy, I think you talked on that last Remembrance Sunday. And if you've been around a bit longer, you'd be like, and the Sunday before, you talked about remembering and forgetting. Well, I declare probably for the next 40 years, we'll be talking every Remembrance Sunday about remembering and forgetting. Because the enemy has intentions for you. And he wants you to, re- to... I always get this wrong. There's certain things that he wants you to remember. Like this is the enemy speaking. He has a list of things that he wants you to remember. And he has a list of things that he wants you to forget. It doesn't take much to work out what those things could be. And then there's also a good, good father whose love is perfect. And all that he does is perfect. And he has a list of things that he wants you to remember. And he has a list of things that he wants you to forget as well. And what's interesting is a bit like when I was saying before about those tides, they just clash. And I don't know if you've ever seen where you've got one body of water coming this way and another body of water coming that way and there's just a clash in the middle. But I declare the love of the Father is nothing to whatever is coming the other way. So today is a before and after kind of day where some of us have been believing 
the lies, been held back out of fear, held back because of the, it's like a dark cloud of negativity over our lives where we've heard a voice saying, you'll never amount to anything. You're a waste of space. You're an accident. I didn't even want you. You're not loved. You'll never be good enough. That we declare today that those lies are done. I'm done. I'm done with those lives over the lives of this city, over the lives of this church. I'm done. We're not having it anymore. Because it's lies like that that shut your mouth. It's lies like that that get your head down. It's lies like that that keep your hands from serving and giving others. It's words like that and lies like that that put your feet in cement. So instead of exuberant worship, you have heads hanging in shame. Instead of feet that will go anywhere that Jesus wants us to go, we've got feet in cement. Instead of hands willing to serve and love in any place where we are, we have hands in our pockets. You know, one of the reasons that there's a lack of freedom for some of us in regards to worship is how you're dressed. Totally how you're dressed. Now, you may be thinking, Andy... Where are you going? I notice you've got a different shirt on today. I'm going to use the word different. I use that in the word different. This is it. Beautiful is one word, Nathan. This is my resurrection shirt. This is, um, Josh, what did you say before? Mad, no, it's, I don't know what you said. You said it twice. But, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But the reason I'm wearing this shirt today on Remembrance Sunday is this shirt is full of life. And this day, this day is not a day of death, but this is a resurrection day. When we come and remember what happened and all the soldiers and all those who gave their lives so that we could enjoy freedom. Like we are so grateful for that, aren't we? So, so grateful for that. That each, uh, each and every one of those soldiers is dead. The thing about Jesus is, when he died, three days later he rose again. So whenever we look towards the cross, we can only ever see the cross in the light of the resurrection. Because otherwise we just become a cemetery place. Like we just, just, all we have is memories. All we have is what Jesus has done. But because of the resurrection, we say, wow, this is what Jesus has done, but look what he can do. So today is a resurrection day, as well as a day where we choose to remember. You know, Paul, at the end of his letter to the Galatians, says this, and he says a lot, doesn't he? Last week we spoke a long time, he says this. As for me, And Paul's done it all. He's done the law. He's done it all. All of his T's are crossed and all of his I's are dotted in regards to that. But as for me, this is at the Galatians chapter 6 verse 14, it says this, As for me, may I never boast about anything except the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because of that cross, my interest in this world has been crucified. As in, because of Jesus, I'm done with living for myself. 
because of Jesus, I'm done pursuing anything other than him. Because of him. What counts is whether we have been transformed into this new creation. So when it comes to remembrance, what we're going to do, we're going to take a minute and we're just going to stand to remember those who gave their all so we go free. And in this moment, if you just want to think, take time, space, we're just going to be silent. If you've got kids and they make a noise, that's normal. It's okay. We're just going to take this time to be silent. If you want to take this time to pray and thank, that's up to you. And then, I'm just going to pray. And then we're just going to move in to this simple, simple act of communion. And, and this is just an ordinary lump of bread and an ordinary bag. Yet, there's something very special about this. Not because of the bread or where it's from. And we're very grateful to Gretna Bakery. We really are. But this is just a lump of bread. Yet Jesus said, when you gather, get a lump of bread and rip it apart and take it and remember me. Remember my body ripped apart, broken, battered and bruised, poked and stabbed, crown of thorns placed on his head, and remember his body broken. And then, take wine or juice, and we've got both, it's wine in the bottle and juice here, no alcohol in here. And take this juice, take this wine as a representation of my blood spilled for you. And take it and drink and remember me. Remember the blood that has covered everything. I know these people in this room right now and you think, you believe to your very core that you crossed the line once and this line was a bit like you went over the line and you looked up and you saw these words and it says this, there's no return for you. There's no re- you passed the point of no return in regards to forgiveness. And I don't know who it is, but I know you're here today. Maybe me even more than one. And you feel that something has been done to you or you've done stuff in your life and you've passed the point of no return. I declare to you truth. It simply says this. Come now. This is God. This is a good, good father speaking. A good, good father speaking. And it's like he's sitting at a table. Not like a scary bank manager where you owe lots of money, you've got no way of paying him back. But he's sitting and he's inviting you. He says this. Come now, let's settle this. Because there's a problem. Is an issue. Though your sins are like scarlet, 
I will make them as white as snow. Though they are as red as crimson, I will make them as white as wool. So I don't know who you are or where you're from. But after the minute's silence and after I pray, the guys will just put some, declare some stuff over us and sing over us. And I'm just going to invite you to come to grab a chunk of bread and drink some wine, drink some juice and praise God with the very call of who you are. And then after we've finished that, we're going to worship again for as long as the kids come in, whatever. So let me just say this. Do you remember I said earlier about how you're dressed is connected to our freedom and our worship? And you're like, what, what did he mean by that? Well, here's what I mean by that. Yeah, I love this. So when I said before, it's about how, how you're dressed, connected to our worship, to connected to our... Um, Freedom says this. For you are all children of God through faith in Jesus Christ. They said, if you want to be a child of God, you put your faith in God through Jesus Christ. And all who have been united with Christ in baptism have put on Christ. Like putting on new clothes. Putting on new clothes. There is no longer Jew or Gentile, slave or free, male or female, for all are one in Jesus Christ. Isn't that amazing? Because of what Jesus has done through the death and the resurrection, it's like we put on new clothes. The dirty, sinful rags are in the past and we put on new clothes. And these new clothes are the righteousness of Jesus. So when God looks at each and every one of us, if we're in Jesus, he sees Jesus. He, a good, good father, perfect father, sees his perfect son. If you step into Jesus, if you put your faith in him, he sees you. So when we're seeking to worship him and the enemy is reminding us of our past and we feel like I can't even utter a word, the father's like, you don't see you as I see you. I see you in new clothes. I see you in new clothes. And they are perfect, white, spotless, blemishlessness. Perfect. Not because of who we are or what we've done, but because of Him. Because of Him and what He has done. 